Good morning. This is Sips of Sanity, and I'm Karen. Good morning. I'm Kelly. This is an exciting month of July. We're opening up our episode this week uh, discussing post-traumatic stress disorder, or PTSD. And Karen, you were on the phone with a client of ours who has PTSD himself and has submitted quite a few questions to ask that he would like us to kind of cover for people, I think, to educate, but also to get more feedback, right? So this is hopefully in, in um, going to generate conversation. He sent an email and began that way, sending in a list of questions for the two of us to do a show. So he requested that by email, mm-hmm. and I replied back by email. And then offered a conversation so that he could explain some things so that we could talk about some of the questions and some of the different areas. His questions in particular are in regards to the military. So we will cover that on one of the days of the week. Okay, so we're, this is going to be like a bulked episode today where we discuss a lot of what it is, how we can help as energy healers and channelers the kind of cycles and loops that these people who have PTSD get into and how it affects the family and what triggers look like. So we're going to jam this one full and then hopefully touch on specific examples of different kinds of PTSD and where it exists in life because it's, it's I think, widely related to military when people hear the words PTSD. So first of all, let's start with the definition. Well, I looked up many of them on the internet and saw that there were, I'll say, a generality around post-traumatic stress disorder in that it is an event that creates a moment in the brain, locks in a memory, and then of trauma, uh, and I'll say disruption, pain, that then is repeated so that the person relives it over and over again. In the brain. Yes. As a visual memory. Yes. Okay. And I think for many people, it's a visual memory that produces and stimulates the automatic do you call it the automatic nervous system Kelly the fight or flight system Mm -hmm. where the person then can go into sweating uh, panic mode crying feeling threatened yeah because you're having a physiological reaction to the memory itself but you're also then having a physical reaction Mm -hmm. and there's then an emotional reaction and then there's the reaction of the people around you correct So if you're breaking down the words post-traumatic, this is after an event. So after your brain has somehow in some way processed, and it can be extremely fast, and we can process things incorrectly as well. Oh, I like how you said that part. We cannot, we our memory can be very faulty. And so we may have a certain memory in the way that we've shaped it after that traumatic event or that which we deemed traumatic in some kind of way. There is stress and an abnormal amount of stress that persists for a much longer period of time than what is considered, you know, healthy, mm-hmm. right? Because we do, we need to process and that, you know, you have that experience of stress and then it kind of comes down a bit. But the post-traumatic stress disorder is something that is lasting. Yes. And, and I would say clinically for it to be seen that way by a professional, they have to see that it's actually affecting the quality of life for the person. Yes. That it's interfering with how they function um, so that there are challenges to it mm-hmm. or, or, and discomfort in it. Yeah. And, and all the different levels. Yes. Okay. In, in like you said, a variety of ways. Mm-hmm. 
So then one of the things that we kind of want to hit home right away is how someone in our profession can help those situations because PTSD is a diagnosable, and I'm putting quotations around that, disorder that is often thought to be treated medically where people want to medicate the individual, alter the hormonal experience, alter the brain chemistry so that those memories dissipate. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, yes. as we know, you need to maintain that m- that medicinal level in order to maintain that lack of memory mm. in an alternative way of healing. There are several different modalities that we offer, and it's not to sales pitch you. It's to inform you and educate how each of those modalities helps because it's not like we've said in many podcasts not every medium is a medical intuitive not every medium is a psychic not every psychic is an energy healer this is just something that we offer you and I based on how we have developed our gifts well and I think that's really interesting Kelly because some people might think why would mediums have anything to do with with post-traumatic stress disorder Uh, why would a medical intuitive but we both are licensed energy healers. Mm -hmm. So that's a component of the sessions that happens for every person every single time that we treat them. But it's often a component of what we do that there isn't a huge focus on for people because they want to speak to a dead person. They want psychic. They want other things. But it's still a big piece people forget we do. Mm -hmm. So And I think we're going to touch more on how each of those individual things help in episodes two to five, where we give specific examples of post-traumatic stress disorder in different areas of life. However, just to list them, the medical aspect or the medical intuitive aspect of what we do is being able to see inside the body to see how the the hormonal balance and that chemistry is happening in the body on a physiological level and how it's then expressing itself in a behavioral kind of way. Mm-hmm. So that's the general the general sense. The medium aspect, and you can chime in anytime, Karen, is oftentimes to channel someone that they've lost where the person says, I see what you're doing. I see what you're going Mm -hmm. through. I see the patterns that you're stuck in. Or perhaps I had the same experiences as you. You're mirroring Mm -hmm. patterns that I did. Remember when I did this and here's where you're headed. Mm -hmm. And I think for some people that I can think of how beautiful it was for the client when they experienced the trauma event that someone who crossed over knows about it and saw it and was there with them to love them to love them through it and that's the point of the medium is to understand that there's another human or soul depending on where they are on the 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 life continuum that you're understood and loved that's the biggest healing component of medium now there's past life regression which Mm -hmm. is fantastic because a lot of us have had many lifetimes of post-traumatic stress issues oh my god and we may be in a pattern in each lifetime of bringing up the same traumatic issue every time oh yes you can pick military or you could pick um a rape you could pick something that could create that that in your life in many lifetimes and have not healed from those past lifetimes Mm -hmm. right so and it's not and and I don't want to make big assumptions here that you know good for you you wrote it into your path that's that's not to victimize anyone it's to say that there are things to learn from it even though it's an unfortunate and 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 often awful experience that you wouldn't wish Mm -hmm. on anyone that's right so the the past life goes into what the soul has been through in order to help you move forward and heal. Mm-hmm. And we regress on your behalf. We are not energy healers or past life regressionists who put you in an altered state and make you relive anything. 
There's no hypnotism when you come to see us. We journey into your past lives, feel, hear, see, know, touch, all of those things for you and are able to deliver that information to you just verbally so that you can just understand. I think too, Kelly, because we have the gift to be able to see the event that they went through, uh, for some people, it, it's a validation. And it's, um, I don't mean to say it's company. I don't, I, there, there's some... Well, it's that feeling of not being alone. Yeah. Somebody witnessed your life. And somebody witnessed that event with you. And some people were not in a military situation where there were 30 other people there with them right. when something was bombed or whatever. Some PTSD is something that occurred to an individual person where there were no other witnesses mm-hmm. or someone did it to you and it was just them and they'll never admit they did it. Yeah. So to have us describe it and be able to say we witnessed it, the universe is showing it, there's a record here then it allows the person with the PTSD to breathe, to think I'm not crazy. Mm-hmm. It allows the stress in the brain and in the the fight or flight in the pelvic area, the back area, the hips, to finally let go because someone finally saw it. Someone was a witness. And I, I would like to add to that, that a component of that is called remote viewing. So being in a location that you're not presently physically in we can go back in time into those moments of the trauma to like you say be in that person's body or standing next to them to witness things to say yep everyone's telling you you're crazy but I can see these people standing in the room not doing anything about it Mm -hmm. right there there are a lot of different examples and like I said this show is just to kind of give you a briefing on all the different ways it can help and then we'll do some examples going forward okay I was just going to give a quick one a psychiatrist that refers to you and I when these incidences occur so that the uh, they can come to see us so that them that we can witness it and voice record it and then they go back and give it to their psychiatrist who can give them the tools and then that person is able to give them different tools than you and I yeah um, which is a great way to work with those professionals not to saying that we replace them or, mm-hmm. or what they can offer, but that a, the, a piece of what we can do can be a significant piece to help that professional move forward to help them. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the other aspect of what we are going to do in, in episodes two to five is touching on the triggers that, that, and what a trigger really means is putting them back in that place, putting them back into position to relive the memory. Mm -hmm. Right. So there can be specific triggers that are physical in our environment. There can be verbal triggers. There can be um, uh, tactile. I was just going to say a smell. All of the things that appeal to the senses. And I use appeal lightly. A sound. Yes. That puts you back in that place and brings that memory back up for you. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that can be paralyzing. And so one of the things that we want to do is talk about not just the triggers themselves, but the cycles that we get stuck in in our behaviors. Because we do, like you say, go into that that fight or flight mode where we behave in a way that we want to protect ourselves. And that's not necessarily protect in a productive way. That can be protect ourselves, but shut down emotionally, shut down physically. Freeze. Literally freeze, yes. So there's a lot of a lot of automatic responses that don't actually help us live. They just keep us alive. Oh, this is going to be a great one. What you just said when we get into one of the other shows where the PTSD really isn't 
like a gunshot or an injury, but where it can be a relationship mm-hmm. I, that I look creates, to those. yeah, that creates the PTSD, and you feel paralyzed in the relationship. Okay, we're yeah. done for now. Okay, yeah, and I like as as you know, as listeners, hopefully that. You know, we're, we're starting today, Monday, but we've got five more episodes coming out. So please. Four. Four more episodes. Thank you. It's <laughs> terrible math. <laughs> oh, it's Monday. Um, so if you do have questions or comments, please email us at info at com. As you're hearing, you can be an anonymous person. Yeah. You can be, you know, where we were saying outright, this person is asking the question and sharing you with our listeners. That's That's part of the joy of the job. So info at com. Otherwise, Tuesday, we are firing off uh, our first example of PTSD. Be gentle with yourselves today.